This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I remember about six weeks ago, Jay Williams from Jay Will, Keyshawn, and Max was on this program, as he is right now, and we were talking about who's going to be the king of the West, and I went Phoenix because, you know, Kevin Durant, uh, Devin Booker, Shiny Object, all of that, Chris Paul, and Jay Will, you said to me, what's wrong with the Denver Nuggets? Well... Apparently, nothing is wrong with the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Jay Will joins us here on the Adam Gold Show. All right, man. That is that is a performance that I don't – LeBron was blown away by it, too. I mean, A.G., I, I'll say this. They've been who they've been the whole year. It's not sexy for people in the media to talk about them because they're not in the city that gets rated the highest. Right. And when you start going through the TV schedule, which is how a lot of media is built, let's be frank and honest about it, right? It's like you end up talking about certain markets or certain players that typically move the needle. And those players are LeBron James. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about how much we talked about the Lakers at the beginning of the year uh, and, and how much they needed to do in order to get their roster together. You talk about Steph Curry, right, because he moves the needle. You talk about Kevin Durant. And you should see how some, sometimes these things are made up. It's like, well, the, the drama, because there's always drama following right. Kevin Durant, and you got to lean into that. And I'm sitting over here as a basketball pure saying, no, no, I actually want to talk about the best team. Like, top to bottom, the best team that has all the ancillary pieces to win your championship. Yep. So when the world doesn't get a chance to see Jokic play a lot, you know, you get lazy narratives. Well, he's slow. It doesn't really look the same or it doesn't look right. I'm like, actually, it looks damn near incredible. Um, so I, I think now the world is finally getting a chance to see, you know, Jamal Murray be at his best. Aaron Gordon hold up, you know, LeBron James's arm and be physical and not yep. back down. KCP, they, they have a championship DNA and they have the best player in the world or one of the best players in the world. I still actually think that title is up for grab between him and Jimmy Butler. <laughs> We're going to get to Jimmy Butler in a second. Uh, Jokic did things in this series that we have. I, I my son, who you know, my son is a an enormous fan. He he asked me, "Who does he remind you of?" And I don't know that he reminds me of any player that I have ever seen. His passing is ridiculous. He he's got a great outside shot. He apparently can shoot one legged fall away threes. Uh, I over, got one for you. Over Anthony. All right, let's hear it. He's uh, he's a 2023 Arvidas Sabonis with a splash of Dirk. That's I was going to say Sabonis, but I I, I didn't want to co- you know combine it with another player. But I think you're right. I was going to say Arvidas Sabonis. I mean, look at look at the footwork. Yeah, look, look at the angles of how. I can, yeah, look at the passing. Look yeah. at the angles he can make shots, and then you throw in the offensive skill set that reminds you of Dirk. I mean, and, and where the shot comes from, it comes from the right side of his ear. Remember, Dirk had that, <laughs> that shot that kind of came up top two. Right. It just makes it unguardable. It makes it very difficult to stop. Unbelievable. And it's funny because I refer to DeMontis Sabonis 
as Baby Jokic. So uh, just to, <laughs> it, that's the way I do because they 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 put up similar stat lines. I'm not saying their games are similar because I don't know that anybody is what Joker is. He's just absolutely incredible. And the reason why that series became a complete blowout was because we got the best version of Jamal Murray. And all the other pieces are great. But when Jamal Murray could do what he did, and I thought the Lakers blew their chance to win the series in Game 2 where they had that game. didn't have the game, but they had control of it, and then they let it get away from them, and then Jamal Murray went for 24 in the fourth. Let's go to the Heat and Jimmy Butler, the other best player in the world. I've talked about them as a hockey team because they are incredibly tough, physically tough, mentally tough, and I think that's where they separated themselves from Boston. But this Heat team, they remind me of the Pat Riley-led Knicks teams from the 90s in how absolutely stone-cold they can be. You know, Adam, I, 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 we got a chance today to talk to Corey Brewer, who is uh, he kind of heads up all player development for the New Orleans Pelicans. And, and these aren't things that you hear like on national talk shows because they don't get into the weeds like this. But I do have to tell you, out of all the teams in the league, uh, the Miami Heat have a history of having the best player development system in the world. Yep. I think about how critical and, and, and their ability to tap into personnel is like no other. I think Nick Arison and Mickey uh, combined with Pat Riley uh, and Espo have done an incredible job handpicking. Think about the play. Mariel Chalmers, Shane Battier, Udonis Haslam. Um, you know, yep. think about some of these guys in skill development as it relates to Max Struess and Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin, who, <laughs> you know, learning a while ago that the only reason he's with the Miami Heat is because J. Cole made a call for him. Like J. Cole, <laughs> a rapper who's a hooper overseas, made a call to a player that fits the style and the system that Espo, like, that's how they found him. Like, what? Like, the storylines surrounding this Heat team were just incredible. And, I, look, I'll be the first one to admit to it, and I've done this over the last two to three years. Each and every year, they're the underdog. And the same narrative is about to happen again, whether they beat Boston tonight or the next game on Thursday. But they will be inevitably going into a series with the Denver Nuggets, where, once again, we'll be talking about how overmatched they are, and we'll be talking about how, well, you know, Nuggets have Aaron Gordon and KCP and the bench and the role players. And all I keep saying is, okay, like, I, I you know, make a mistake once, all right, like, it's on me. Like, it's like, I don't even know, I, I butchered the line. You know what I'm saying? The whole uh, <laughs> President Bush line, you know? Fool me it's once. Like, fool me once. Yeah, fool, fool me. me once, you know? Like, I'm not, I'm just not going to get fooled again, Adam. That's just where I am. Look, That's where I am with this Miami Heat team. You know, I've said this to you before. I think Jimmy Butler is the most fun player to watch when he's in his bag. When Jimmy has got it going, I don't think there is a more enjoyable player to watch in the entire league. Uh, all right. And, and by the okay, way. Do you know what's really funny? Real quick, i just tag on. Sure. Two years ago, there were people inside that organization that weren't sure they wanted Jimmy Butler on that team anymore because he was maniacal to a point where it was too much. Yeah. So it's just it's funny watching the waves, right? Of like, oh, we 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 love him, we we hate him. He's not good. No, we love him again. Like yeah. that is the relationship that Jimmy Butler has with a lot of different franchises. But thank God, the backdrop of this franchise is also two or three or four very headstrong people. That it's it's going to be our way, regardless. That can look him in the eye and tell him the truth. You think and Mick- that's what Pat Riley and yeah. Mickey Harrison do. 
You think Minnesota or Philadelphia would like to have him back? Yeah. Uh, well, maybe him. maybe not Minnesota because it didn't go well with uh, with Carl Anthony with Towns. <laughs> it just didn't go well there. All right. Uh, final thing, and I was never an enormous fan of Carmelo Anthony as a player. That's not. I, I didn't hate his game. I just was. It just wasn't my guy. But there's something about wanting New York and embracing New York. And I know how great he is. I know how great he was as he announced his retirement. Um, Three-time gold medalist, 10-time All-Star, ninth all-time in scoring, is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, What are your thoughts about Carmelo as the player and as just as a kind of an iconic figure, especially in New York basketball? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. There's uh, Every time I talk or I see Dame Lillard, there's an aspect of him that reminds me a little bit of Mello. Um, and, you know, in, in a world in which, you know, people just want to chase championships. I don't know, I think, you know, Mello in L.A., obviously with the way things went down with um, with the New York Knicks, um, you know, you're trying to find on a position. I, I think, frankly, he's one of the greatest offensive threats the game of basketball has ever seen. I think it is an absolute travesty uh, with the way that his career has ended. Um, I, I think he's a guy with a high enough basketball IQ that really understood how to yeah. get in and fit in on games that can help a culture. If I'm watching Udonis Haslam, you know, still be with the Miami Heat, like that's what Melo should be with the New York Knicks. You know, like he's at that stage, like he's yeah. Mr. New York. They should have brought him back earlier just to be a guy on the bench that can contribute and, and almost like pay homage. And I'll say this, not a lot of players want to stay in New York and yeah. deal with the flack. You know, we're about to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers, AG. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm curious in a year or two from now how Aaron Rodgers will see New York if he doesn't win. Whereas you have this guy who is always home. I was in a bodega the other day with some damn flip-flops on in a robe and a, and a, and a Knicks hat. Like, this guy is Mr. New York. Yeah. So I, I just want to see him appreciate have his number retired um, in the garden, and uh, he deserves it. And he's an incredible human being as well. Yeah, number seven goes up. There's no question. He's an all-time Nick. My favorite Nick of all time is Bernard King. Uh, nobody's ever going to be Bernard King for me, but that's uh, that's just self uh, Understood. Selfish. Understood. Yeah, it's like, you know, it, uh, that that was my guy as a kid. But I think there are a, a fair amount of similarities between Mello and Bernard King. And uh, and your old coach, Mike Krzyzewski, created a power forward for him in the, uh, in the Olympic, for those Olympic teams, where he was utterly unstoppable in Olympic play. Well, I mean, the, the Redeem team... And uh, last thing I'll say about it is, you know, there's a lot of times in my life, Adam, um, to get a little bit emotional for a second. Sure. Where I end up meeting coaches and, 
individuals who are, are so good. And granted, I'm not having the volume of time that I did with my coach. So obviously there's a level of a bias here. But, man, the, the, the principles that I have been taught in my life from Coach K are, are things that constantly have to get updated but are still the foundational principles are still aligned with the kind of people I want to be associated around. You know, and, you know, this constant thriving for excellence, this constant how do I let my shield down to do what's in the best interest of our team? And I think seeing Melo do that with Braun, seeing Melo do that with D-Way, with Kobe, seeing all those guys represent USA basketball after a time where as a player that participated in the, in the uh, world championships with Paul Pierce and Reggie, Reggie Miller, guys didn't want to do USA basketball right. anymore. Yep. There wasn't that same pride with representing our country uh, even though we have been through so many different things. And I think, you know, just right now, like watching the way USA basketball has been built, talking to Grant Hill, who is in charge of it, um, like it, it, it's a part of the DNA that every player should strive for. It teaches you so many principles that make you a better person and a better teammate, which I feel like today in a world of NIL and business at a younger age, um, being a good teammate is very difficult for people to learn how to do when everything's about me, 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 and things aren't about us anymore. Like even here, Joe Mazzulla say, well, I need to do a better. We need mm. to do a better job. Joe, like your team has had experience being in the NBA finals, being in multiple Eastern conference finals. Yes, you are new, but it's we. And, um, and I think that aspect is missing from team sports. And I know that Camelo with that team, with the redeem team and coach K, you saw that firmly imprinted on all those guys moving forward. And he absolutely counts those as his championships, and I agree with him. Very quickly, I meant to ask you this earlier. Do you think LeBron is going to retire? I, no. I think uh, there's no way, and I, obviously Brady kind of set a different tone, but there's no way I see in LeBron James end his legacy being swept. <laughs> I think there still is this part of him that wants to play with his son, and I don't think the Lakers are that far off, Adam. Right. Like, I agree. I, I do not. I think they were a Fred Van Vliet. They are a Kyrie Irving piece away, depending upon what they have to give up. But I, it, it's time for Rob Palenka to go to work because they're right there. I agree with you. Jay. Will, I appreciate your time. I hear birds chirping in the background, so wherever you are, it's absolutely peaceful. And I appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right, brother. Thanks, man. That's Jay Williams, Duke legend, ESPN's Jay Will, Keyshawn, and Max. We changed the name for him. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. 